0: Today on Locked on A's, we are talking about Howard Terminal, because I got some thoughts. Uh, you're going to hear about him, because I got some thoughts about Howard Terminal and all of the reports that the A's are going to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. Thoughts. And then we're going to be talking about A's number 20 prospect, Mason Miller. He throws 100. You're going to want to hear how he's doing, and if he's going to be part of the A's opening day roster? Question mark. And then we're going to be talking about the World Series, because it's the World Series. Of course we are. Let's get into it. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host. Jason Burke! How's it going, Ace fans? And welcome to episode 485 of the On Ace Podcast, part of the On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, we're talking about Howard Terminal because there is a lot of seemingly misinformation. Not seemingly, there's misinformation out there, you guys, and there has been the whole time, but now the national media is kicking up a storm, and it's awful. Uh, so we're going to talk about all of that, and then we're talking about Mason Miller. He throws a hundred and... He, he, he might have a shot of making the opening day roster. I'm going to tell you guys how. And then, finally, we're talking about the World Series because the Phillies are up 2-1 to one on the stupid Houston Astros. And I love it. And we're going to talk about it. I'm going to smile. Hopefully, you're going to smile because go Phillies. Yay. Uh, but that's all that I got for uh, the, the intro, I guess, there. Uh, but before we get into the episode, thank you so much for making Locked On as your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including now currently... On YouTube, so go make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel over there. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter, and also make sure to go visit Inside the A's. It's a website in affiliation with Sports Illustrated. Uh, go, go over there, do that, and also if you could, if you could, follow us on uh, on Twitter and over at Facebook at Inside the A's as well. But let's talk about the misinformation you're swirling around Howard Terminal there's something that I, that I need you to consider if you're an Ace fan and you want the Ace to stay in Oakland and build at Howard Terminal, uh, and that is uh, the source is is a big thing, and also the timing is another big thing. When Whenever you hear something about Las Vegas or Howard Terminal, consider the source and the timing. The timing usually coincides with, uh, you know, something that's going to happen, like, I don't know, an election in a week. So, uh, yeah, ahead of Election Day, Rob Manfred, suddenly starts talking. I mean, I know that it coincides with the World Series, but it, it's the timing. You gotta look out for the timing on things like this. And the source was Bob Nightingale, who uh, is notoriously wrong. And I, I wrote about this, and I'm not sure that it, it, this is what happened, but I know that there are definitely some writers out there, non um, and they will be they will just be fed a story that will serve the purpose of uh, the owners or the agent or whatever, and uh, they run with it. They don't, like, fact-check fact check it or anything, or, like, do, like, more reporting. And in this case, uh, Bob Nightingale heard a radio interview and didn't just, like, play telephone with himself for a day and then tweeted out what he heard? Because what what he tweeted out was not what was said at all, and it makes it almost feel, given the timing and everything, that it was planted to a degree. I'm not saying that it was. I have no sources on that, but it just feels like it was a planted story because all of the articles that you're seeing on online right now, all of the talking points are about the A's inevitably moving to Vegas now, which is not something that Rob Manfred said. So Bob Nightingale, who is usually wrong, being wrong again, no big deal. But everybody's reporting off of that wrong tweet and so that is something that's happening, and that, that seems fishy, because that's a uh, that's fine for Rob Manfred. He didn't actually say anything bad. He status quo from Rob Manfred. It's a uh, it's it's the tweets from Bob Nightingale, and then people not following up on what what they reported initially, and then uh, other people latching onto that and looking for their page views about, oh, stupid A's, so we're gonna make our A's jokes because they're gonna be moving to Vegas now. Ha ha ha, possums. Um yeah, we, we've heard the jokes. It's whatever. It, they're not funny jokes, guys. Anyways, uh, so yeah, those, those are things that you got to really pay attention to. Who is feeding you the the information that you're being given, uh, which kind of holds true just in life. Uh, and what what is their end goal? What do they want? Uh, Rob Manfred didn't actually say anything that was really noteworthy. It, he just kind of said what the status quo has been for a while now. He, he wants things to go faster. That was it and that he's not optimistic about the A state in Oakland, but that's his opinion, that that means nothing. But all of the headlines are, oh, he's no longer optimistic, he's no longer doing this. Uh, the A's are just inevitably gonna be going to Vegas. And I mean, they may, I don't know. It depends in, in some small part, probably, on the elections to happen. Uh, if Nevada gets a new governor, which they could. I don't know if uh, the, the current governor is not running. I don't know who's the governor in Nevada, let's be honest. I don't, I'm having a hard enough time learning all the stuff about Howard Terminal. I don't need to know Nevada politics as well. That's not what I get paid for. Uh, so, somebody, if somebody gets elected uh, it, to ne- to be the Nevada governor, then uh, that, that somebody could maybe free up some public funds and entice the A's to come over to Las Vegas. Uh, but if that doesn't happen, then I think that it's kind of free and clear for Oakland because... The A's haven't really made a lot of headway in Vegas. Uh, And, I mean, I don't agree with the guy a lot. But uh, he kind of reiterated one of my points in the San Francisco Chronicle, and that's Scott Osler. Uh, He's a columnist. He's meant to be, you know, fiery, get people fired up and all that stuff. So, I get it. But he said in uh, in the Chronicle on Tuesday, I believe, that, uh, yeah, why would Las Vegas want to pony up money for a team like the A's whose brand has just suffered... Because of ownership, why would they want to bring John Fisher in to get a baseball team? Why not just get a fran- like a, a new franchise once their stadium, or once the Oakland A's are figured out? Uh, why not just get a, a brand new one and then they can have more say in like who's getting brought in and doing some of that stuff? Uh, why why would they pony up to get the Oakland A's? attached with john fisher who has done nothing to help the oakland days and so i think that that's a good point that's kind of what i've been saying here for over a year now and it's kind of gotten me through a lot of this how terminal talk is when there's a bad day i'm like why would vegas want them is the thing and i've said it it's because there's a lot of transplants in las vegas and they already have their their affiliations they're not going to be able to fill up that stadium within five years, I don't think, if they build it over there. Uh, you, you can't fill it up like a football stadium because not everybody's going to be coming for every series. And that just doesn't make sense. But I got some other things here. Um, there was also, uh, Casey Pratt tweeted this out, so uh, you know, going off of his reporting, just wanted to be upfront on that. But uh, there, there is a letter that was signed by 11 Republican congressmen that was sent over to the uh, Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. I just want to make sure that I got that right. Uh, transportation, yes. Uh, and they are saying that they don't like the Howard Terminal Project, blah, blah, blah. None of the people that signed it are, uh, reside in the Bay Area or, you know, serve the Bay Area. And so that's just weird. What are they trying to do? What's going on there? And, I mean, obviously, they're maybe they're trying to get money for themselves. That, that could be part of it. The other part of it could be uh, Oakland, the city, is generally, I feel like, uh, this is opinion, uh, painted as the boogeyman. It's like, oh, look at all the crime in Oakland. Look at all this bad stuff in Oakland. Oakland's awful. Who would want to go there? Uh, And so I feel like maybe they actually feel threatened by the Howard Terminal project and that it could be an actual transformative project. It is one of the biggest just land deals or, you know, uh, real estate deals in California history. It is very complex and it could legitimately transform just Oakland in general. Maybe, maybe it's not uh, the the boogeyman that they want to make it out to be. And either they would lose their boogeyman, which could lose them votes, which could lose them their, their spots, their cushy spots in Congress or wherever they're serving Uh, or, uh, you know, and and then make, or it could make them uh, have to, improve where they serve which is probably also not ideal for them so that's my guess as to the why and you always have to look at the why why is somebody saying what they're saying what purpose does it serve for them especially politicians especially somebody like rob manfred who literally works for the owners you guys he's gonna say whatever john fisher wants him to say that's how this works so uh i don't think that there's anything that's really changed on how we terminal just yet uh i'm still optimistic that there's going to be a ballpark at howard terminal we'll see how the elections go so i'm holding my breath a little bit on that one but uh you know casey pratt and Brady brazil and you know others have said uh it looks like everybody that's up for election is pretty on board with the project so i don't see it really changing much it's just a matter of you know getting up to speed and just going through those hoops to get to the binding deal it's not really going to be uh too detrimental is what they think but we'll see. Uh, I I think that I'm more worried about the Nevada election uh, and somebody just wanting to free up a bunch of money to lure another Oakland sports team because the Raiders are doing just so good. So good. Uh, I have not watched any Raiders football, but according to my my Twitter timeline, uh, wow, people are disappointed. (laughs) And I'm sure that people are going to keep going to Raiders football games, but man, the product does not seem like it's great. So, there's that, but anyways, coming up on the show, we are talking about Mason Miller. You're gonna want to hear about him because if you don't know who he is, you definitely want to hear about him. And if you do know who he is, hey, how do we get him in Oakland? We're gonna talk about it. So let's get into it. So if you're like me, uh, you like to wear sweatshirts. You like to wear t-shirts that sometimes are uh, just internet baseball humor. And uh, when you need to get ready to get dressed up, it you don't have a shirt. You don't know where to find a shirt or the ones that you do have don't fit and it's awful. This is a very, very common experience for me. I have to go to whatever department store, every time, and I absolutely hate it. So the dress shirt was absolutely due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here is why. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way, from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle with Roan's wrinkle-free technology uh, wrinkle-free release technology. Excuse me. Uh, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirts and it's just that easy. You just gotta wear the shirt. Wrinkles. Gone, and I love that because I'm a two shirt guy, I don't have time to be ironing clothes, you guys. So, thank you to the commuter shirt for that. Uh, the commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to rome.comslash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off of your entire order. That's 20% off of your entire order when you head to Slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. All right. Hey, how's, how's it going? Uh, welcome back to the Locked On A's uh, podcast. You guys are enjoying the show. Make sure to su- subscribe on YouTube over at Locked On A's. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel over there. You can also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter and also Inside The A's doing great work by me and others. Um, so go check out Inside The A's. Basically uh, or at inside the aids on Twitter and on Facebook. So you never miss an article over there uh, Real quick in the middle of these pauses that I've had in these videos. Um, I, I got uh, I got contacted by an agent of Mason Miller and uh, it, We're gonna talk about him here in a second, but apparently we're gonna be we're gonna be chatting we're gonna be having a, uh, a conversation for the podcast, so that'll be a lot of fun. I gotta figure out how to have guests on this new recording device. Wish me luck. But hey, Mason Miller, future guest, maybe. I don't know, we are going to we gotta figure out the scheduling, but Mason Miller, he's doing great. And you wanna know how great he's doing? Let's talk about it, because that's what I'm doing. Excellent timing by his agent, by the way, as I'm in between reading ads and talking about Mason Miller, he's like, hey, you wanna talk to Mason Miller? He's doing really good. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's talk about Mason Miller right now, though. Ah... Uh, Last night, on Tuesday, he went three innings, gave up zero hits. He walked zero batters, He struck out five guys. He struck out over half the guys that he faced. I thought that, that was very impressive. He did a nice interview, like a one-minute interview uh, on online uh, for MLB.com, and he, he was basically saying, like, hey, I got this, this killer fastball. It works. It works against these guys, but this level of competition, I might be able to blow it by them once, but they'll be on the next one. And so he has to kind of work on how to pitch. And that's more or less what he said. And uh, that makes me believe that he wants to stay a starting pitcher, which he is throwing upper 90s, touching 100. I love the idea of Mason Miller. Uh, The reason that you may not have heard of him so far is because he's only thrown 20 professional innings uh i mean outside of what he's just done in the arizona fall league as well but uh up until the arizona fall league 20 professional innings since being drafted in 2021 he missed a lot of time this season with a right scapula strain i want to say uh, shoulder stuff so that's not great uh so he missed some time and he got a little bit of playing time uh in both uh, lansing and also rookie ball and then they just Threw him over to Las Vegas for a couple of starts, and he did okay. He did fine. He's he's doing good. He's, I believe he's 24 years old, so he's a little bit older. Uh, he was drafted out of college. But, yeah, he's uh, he's got some stuff. And I think that the A's might potentially want to see what he— Let's see how spring training goes. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but let's see how spring training goes. Maybe they try and tre- stretch him out a little bit more uh, to get him ready for 2024, Potentially as a starting pitcher because uh, he's got some tools. You guys, did I mention that he throws nearly a, or over a hundred? He can. He's working on his changeup. He wants to go, fa- uh, you know, fastball changeup. That's what he's working on. Uh, really, just messing with hitters' timing because he's got some tools. Uh, he has. 20 innings in pro ball. Uh, He did toss 92 and two-thirds innings in college in 2021. He was drafted in 2021, so his arm has been built up a little bit, uh, but it's not going to be enough to endure a full major league season just yet. Uh, You would imagine that he might be able to go like hundred innings, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, he he didn't pitch a lot this year, but that's why he's in the Arizona Fall League, and this is part of why I love the Arizona Fall League is because guys that miss time they can go and show out and make a name for themselves on the prospect scene, and also to people like us, uh, or you know, to me, and then through me, hopefully you guys like him as well. Um, just because there's less competition, there's not how many teams are there? there's so many minor league teams you don't got to cut through all of those guys there are three games every day there are six teams and you know every fifth day you get to go out there and be like hey here's my stuff and there's always prospect people in the stands waiting to just write about the biggest stories and mason miller has been one of those guys who has been one of the bigger stories of the arizona fall league he's still uh he's allowed like five runs in uh 13 innings so his ERA is a little bit. It's in the threes. He hasn't completely and utterly dominated. He's given up you know, a few runs here and there, but uh, he's he's got some stuff. He's got something, and I'm very intrigued by that something, and I want to see what he can do at the big league level, and I think that uh, if he has a decent spring training, maybe injuries are a concern, maybe they're not. I don't know how the A's are feeling about that internally, but uh, if they are a little bit worried, maybe they want to see what he can do at the big league level. Screw it! Why not put him on the opening day roster for the A's? Throw him in the bullpen. Hopefully, he gives you 40, 50, 60 innings, and uh, you know, get him some experience. Have him work on because I mean, he's already pitched in Triple A. I mean, not a lot. He's got like 12 innings in Triple Seven innings, not a lot of innings in Triple A, uh, and so he hasn't pitched in the pros much at all. But he also hasn't had upper level experience either. So. Maybe you want to have him work on some of his pitch pick stuff and working on refining some of his tools, but if they feel like he's ready, screw it. Bring him up. Put him in the bullpen. If he takes some lumps, he takes some lumps, but he's going to grow from those, and he is an immense talent. Um, See what he can do. I'm intrigued. I am very intrigued as to what Mason Miller could do, could do. I'm not saying he's going to be on the opening day roster, but what he could do out of the A's bullpen in 2023, uh, because they don't have a lot of guys that throw... Super hard and are super exciting and young, and you know, not Lou Trevino. So, I mean, Lou Trevino didn't throw this hard, but, anyways, um, I'm excited about Mason Miller. I hope that you're also now excited about Mason Miller a little bit, or at least you know about him. He's the A's number 20 prospect, he could be a lot higher if uh, if he had been a little bit healthier the last couple of seasons. Um, he's he's got he's got some stuff, and I want to see what he can do in the bullpen if he has a good spring training, or you know, that's it. Get excited about Mason Miller. Maybe we'll have him on the podcast. We're gonna try and work out some scheduling details with his agent and uh, see what happens there. Because Mason Miller, he's he's coming to Oakland at some point. I want to see him now. I want to see him right now. So that's it. That's it. We're gonna talk about the World Series. We're gonna talk about the World Series, and uh, we'll get into that. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice or, you know, give us a thumbs up on YouTube or comment or do something over at YouTube as well. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, join our Twitter community, pose a question over there, and, uh, you know, make some friends with some Ace fans. There's, there's some good people in there, and go do it. Um... Also, make sure to follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. There's some good stuff happening over there as well. I'm very excited about that project. It's going well. Uh, two weeks in, having a great time. And, uh, you know, getting getting some a decent amount of page views, which is always nice. But let's talk about the friggin' World Series here, you guys. Um... Tonight, which is roughly an hour from now, as I'm recording, uh, we are going to be seeing the Philadelphia Phillies going against the Houston Astros because that's the World Series matchup, obviously. But it's going to be Aaron Nola going against Christian Javier. And I I don't want to say that the the Phillies caught a break because I think that they earned it. They earned this easily. But uh, yeah, uh, Mondays right now definitely set up this matchup, which is wonderful. Um, I, I think that if they, if the Phillies can win Game Four tonight with Nola on the mound, uh, because he was going to be facing uh, Christian Javier was going to be facing like Noah Syndergaard in the bullpen, and Christian Javier is really good, and I think that having Nola going against him is beneficial for the Phillies, obviously because Aaron Nola is fantastic, uh, but also you're not going to be wasting the Phillies bullpen game on a game that they could potentially win anyway against Justin Verlander in game five, and I think that's the key right there because Justin Verlander has sucked, uh, which is just so nice as an A's fan, even though you know the A's could never figure him out, he sucks in the postseason, and especially in the World Series. So you love to see it, and I have to believe that If the Phillies have a chance to close it out in game five in Philadelphia going against Justin Verlander, even with like Noah Syndergaard giving them like three innings and then a smattering of bullpen guys. Yeah, I think the Phillies are winning that game. And so Aaron Nola going tonight instead of, uh, you know, game five where they would probably be looking to tie it up at 2-2. And also he'd be kind of wasted going against Verlander because Verlander sucks. Um, I I think that that is a huge benefit. So uh, the the baseball gods, uh, over or I guess the weather gods in Philadelphia, great job out of you guys. I I see a clear path to victory for the Phillies. I'm not saying that they are hands down going to win. They're up by a game in the series, so it's not like, it's not over and done with. They still have to win tonight. I think tonight is the big one for the Phillies because they got one of their aces on the mound. They have to win the games with their aces on the mound or at least split them. And you don't want to leave it to Zach Wheeler in Houston after he already got beat up a little bit by the Astros in Houston. Uh, so you don't want to leave it up to him with the series on the line. So Aaron Nola is going to gonna be a big key for the for the Philadelphia Phillies in this game. Um, I think... I really think that the Phillies might be able to sweep, the, their, you know, uh, sweep them out of Philadelphia, and I would be super happy with that. And I'm really intrigued to see what uh, the Houston Astros social media does after they lose another World Series because they've been really chesty after they uh, they eliminated some guys. Or some some teams uh, after they beat the Seattle Mariners, they said "see you next year" and it was S E A, and uh, people thought that that was not okay. And I was like, eh, it's a clever pun, but also I hate the Astros, so I don't like it. Um, and that's how I came down on that one. And then uh, for when they beat the Yankees, they they swept the Yankees. Um, they they said, "You wanted us, you got us," and then you know the rest of it happened. So there was that. I don't know if they're going to be like, ah, wow, we suck now. Um, Or, you know, what happened to brotherly love? Or, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I want to see uh, them tweet out with their, like, stupid orange background and their, like, holographic uh, lettering. I want to see a picture of Rocky doing the Muhammad Ali pose when he uh, beat it. Was it Sonny Liston? Um, The famous Muhammad Ali pose where he's got his, his arm like this, and he's looking down at his opponent, and uh, I want to see that, but with Rocky, and I want to see Orbit on the ground. That's what I want to see. Actually, I might make that. I think I can make that. So, hey, I got a project. I'm very excited about that project. I'm going to see if I can do that. Anyways, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that the Astros lose, as a lot of us are, And uh, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Um, uh, Hopefully, everybody's still on board. I haven't double-checked on this in the last week, but uh, I reached out to the hosts in the AL West, uh, the the fellow locked on hosts, so the Mariners. uh, They have two hosts. The Angels, they got two hosts. And then we got uh, the the Rangers over there with good friend Bryce Patrick, who you guys have seen on this show before. Um, We are all going to do a crossover after the World Series, so maybe next week. I mean, maybe maybe sooner than that, but probably next week. Um, And I said, win or lose. This is before the World Series. I said, win or lose. I want us to do a crossover where we just dunk on the Houston Astros for 30 minutes. I think it'd be hilarious. And they were all immediately on board. So we're going to, you know, schedule it and do all that stuff. But I said, even if they win, I just want to be like, yeah, well, the A's swept the Houston Astros once. And uh, yeah, so they suck. And uh, just tout our regular season successes and uh, diminish their achievements. And I think that that'd be a lot of fun. Also, um, there was something... uh, Sarah Langs tweeted something out. She is a reporter for MLB.com. It was something to the effect of the Astros are the only team to allow three home runs in, before, like, the bottom of the second or before uh, two innings have been completed or something like that. Uh, first team in World Series history to ever do that. It, it was something to that effect. I can look up the exact thing, but I'm recording live, so I'm not going to. Uh, it, it was... The, the Astros were the... the they, they were the first team to ever do that. And I went into our group chat, and I said... Um, So does that mean that the Astros are the worst World Series team of all time? And I thought that that was hilarious because I don't like the Astros. So there you go. Boom. Um, Anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making the Lockdown as your first lesson of the day. For your second lesson today, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. It's a fantastic program, and it covers the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, sometimes even the World Series or baseball or, you know, Howard Terminal. I've been on that show. I had a great time. Peter Bukowski, great host, great dude, even though he's a Packers guy. Uh, so go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts like this guy. And insights only Locked On can provide Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. So wherever you're listening to this or watching this, uh, subscribe to Locked On Sports Today and locked on A's and make sure to follow us on social media at locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I have a by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, make sure to join our Twitter community over there, pose a question, make some A's friends and also make sure to follow inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. But that is all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times A's fans. And I will talk at you tomorrow.